a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. All right, so you know Uncle Phil down here. And this is Phil's friend, Mike. Mike and I met like uh, three or four years ago. Wait, how long yeah. have you been married, Phil? Uh, just over three years because we've had a third year anniversary, which was the leather anniversary. So, <laughs> and we were married in October. So, three and a half years. Nice. One of wow, my favorite quotes by Ben Franklin love well, whip well. He was a big fan of leather. Oh, nice. yeah. <laughs> Who right. doesn't love leather? I'm Mike. Do you go by. Charles, Charlie, or Chuck? What do you like? Do you... Charles. Okay. Charles. All right. Okay. So I cannot call you Chuck. No. Okay. You got well, it. understood. Good answer. Um, here we go. Students and scholars, friends and relations, enemies, if you're also here, welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast, where we discuss the crazy stories written down by the Brothers Grimm. Today, we have a very special episode. Uh, yeah, mouse bird sausage, mouse bird sausage. Okay, well, like very it. good. So, we have uh, two very special guests we have Nate S and his cool son Charles. <laughs> or, according to Charles, dad, right, right. Uh, Nate is an educator, a music teacher, but an educator. We, we thought about maybe having you for the wonderful musician. Oh, we love that one too. <laughs> but we'll be discussing, uh, I guess today we will be discussing story 23, the mouse, the bird and the sausage. And I would like to say as we, as uh, to, to start. Uh, the first line that made me laugh. I don't know what Charles, what makes you laugh about the story? You said you like that everyone dies at the end. Well, the the, the sausage goes out for wood, yes. and, and then he gets eaten by a dog. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> that coming? He, does. he didn't even see it coming. Did you see it coming, Charles? <laughs> yeah. Um, the first line that made me laugh, other than other than the title itself, which also made me laugh, mm -hmm. was the first line. Once Please. upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage became companions, lived well and happily with each other, and wonderfully increased their possessions. <laughs> I mean, who, who doesn't like more stuff? They profited. They Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good situation. Yeah. Okay, Charles, so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go through the plot. Well, first, actually, I should ask how everyone's doing. So... How are you, Charles? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. Good. Amazing. How are you two? I'm well. There's two things I could talk about. One is that the last time we talked, I had I had been very sick. Oh yes. <laughs> and what had happened? The reason we had to we had to reschedule for uh, well, there was a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons was uh, my uh, my new my new baby, right, got vaccinated. And the one of the vaccinations was for something called rotavirus. Now I'm not a what's uh, rotavirus? A, a, well, it's a disease that makes you poop, <laughs> <laughs> but you poop too much. Yeah, and you get dehydrated. 
Yeah, it's not like a good poop. It's a the baby got vaccinated, Charles, and but spit all the vaccination out onto Amanda's hand. And then Amanda didn't wash her hand. So what we think happened, not right away. She did eventually, but not because she was holding the baby. We were at the doctor's office. And uh, and so then uh, she got so sick. And then I and then she and then I got very, very sick. Uh, So that's what that's that's what happened. But I am feeling much better now. Glad to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> that is terrible. That yeah, the 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 you the see the problem with vaccines. <laughs> no, no, oh, is one of those podcasts? No, but <laughs> but you can't. I, I will say that you probably shouldn't just eat the vaccines. <laughs> like like <laughs> I'm all for vaccines. I just don't, I don't, don't eat well, them. But of course, I mean that's what the baby was doing. I so I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, we're trying to keep we're trying to keep the baby alive. You know that's an admirable goal. And how are you, Nate? I, I'm pretty swell. I, I got out of work today. I went and visited another music teacher in Brooklyn, and got to hang out with with him and and meet his kids. Nice. And somehow visiting somebody else's place of work is always a lot more fun than going to your own. Typically, yes. I'd uh, very like to quickly point out that we're not trying to ignore Charles. Though he is hopping between paying attention to us and something which he is possibly much more interested in. Nate? Is it netherite? Well, it's uh, Dad and Charles solo all week because Mom's Ah. grading tests. So I had the brilliant idea of uh, downloading the video game Minecraft Mm, after reading um, a website, A Parent's Guide to Minecraft, and having uh, years and years of my fifth grade students tell me it's the best game ever. Um, and I checked it out and it does look pretty cool. And so we downloaded it. And so um, the timing's not good because I said, hey, we're going to we're going to talk about Grimm's fairy tales tonight. And he's like, yeah, I want to play Minecraft. So I think we've we've already gotten the best of Charles that we're going to get. That's OK. I I, I believe that uh, oh, cool. one of your kids, Mike, is is oh, very into so Minecraft. <laughs> oh, they are both. They are both addicted. Oh, one cool. Of them- one of them won't stop talking about it, and I, I don't know if it's I have to wait till they go away to college. I don't know, but it is <laughs> everything. Well, pray excuse me for one minute, gentlemen. Not a problem. No problem. Show me what you found, dude. Yeah, mine begged and begged for Minecraft for a while, and I was finally like, sure. When I first bought my Nintendo Switch, I played Minecraft. I really liked it, but... I got bored of it in about three months, which is about how long it takes for me to get bored by any video game. Yeah, if I if my youngest is not playing Minecraft, then they are watching Minecraft videos on YouTube, <laughs> which I always thought was a ridiculous stereotype of elementary school children. And it's not. It is 100% accurate. And I, I get it. I get the, the the concept of watching someone do something very well. There's there's something I still watch now is uh there's a a guy that does these videos where he plays um do you know City Skylines? No. It's it's kind of a modern version of uh Sim City. Okay. That there's a guy that just plays that and once a week uploads a video. If we have a the ability to post the link, link in the comments, post the link to the guy. It's <laughs> His name is I'm Kibitz. He's amazing. 
Okay. Uh, we're going to go a little bit out of order, though, because uh, Norm, we've been trying to do these in order. However, because we have our very first guest star. Oh, we're the first guests on this podcast. <laughs> um, and we're very excited to have you. And it took some doing to 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 get this this going. Uh, we w- we went out of order to do Charles's favorite stories. The first one we'll be doing again is the mouse, the bird and the sausage. So if you don't mind, I will go through the plot and then we can start talking about it. Cool. In the bird, in the mouse, and the sausage, at the end, they all die! <laughs> that, that is very true, Charles, and a very succinct summation of the story. I'm going to, I think I'll expand on that just a bit, if that's okay with you. And as I say that, Charles is wandering away again, so here we go. The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage, story number 23. Once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage are roommates, doing well for themselves. Each of them has a job to which they are suited, and things are going swimmingly. Bird goes out every morning to get wood, and we all know gathering wood in Germany in the late 18th, early 19th century is the worst possible job. (laughs) No woman will love you. Bottom of the totem pole. Bottom of the totem pole. That's not okay. That was a it was a rough job, Charles. It was it was not an enviable position. So the bird the birds at the bottom of this friend group. Bird fetches the wood (laughs) for the fire. Mouse does some homemaking, sets the table, uh, fetches the water, and the sausage cooks. Because A, he is very good at it, but B, he can throw himself into the soup and give it a little sausagey flavor and rub himself all over the vegetables, which (laughs) they they specifically say rub all over the vegetables so yeah they do the birds out one day meets another bird they catch up uh and this this friend of the bird starts telling the first bird that he you're doing all this woodwork which is which is garbage and it's unfair that this mouse and this sausage are using you so the bird agrees and and at night he goes home he, he demands every you know what for fairness we should all switch up jobs Mouse and the sausage aren't happy with this, but they acquiesce. Uh, They draw lots to see who will do what chore. The sausage gets the wood gathering job. The mouse gets the chef job and the uh, bird has to fetch the water and set the table. So the sausage then Charles, as, as you mentioned earlier, the sausage goes out and meets a dog on the road who eats him. After a bit, the bird goes off to check on the sausage because he hasn't come home finds the dog who says two things uh first of all he was a sausage and i'm a dog so yeah. i have every lawful right to eat this sausage if i find it walking down the road second of all and apparently this is very important he was walking around with forged documents this sausage was That's which is a capital offense line. yeah <laughs> and uh the dog was legally obliged to kill the sausage and eat him um <laughs> Bird can't really argue with that. <laughs> Gets the wood anyways. Uh, heads home to set the table because now he's got two jobs. The mouse, who's trying to cook and having a hard time of it, but decides to try and add some flavor to the soup the way the sausage did and hops in and immediately dies in the soup. So we have uh, a of a mouse. <laughs> and then Bird goes to set. Now Bird got all the the jobs he goes to set the table finds no dinner no mouse the fire's out of control he goes to get some water to put the fire accidentally drops in the bucket into the well falls down the well as well to his death all are dead the end (laughs) and that's the story so uh 
Nathan or uh, Nate? Nathan. My mom calls me that. Nate, please. Well, what is what should I call your mom? <laughs> Mrs. Okay, so so I can't. You don't want me to tell me her first name. <laughs> what should I call your sister? No. Okay. No. 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 Do you have any theories? I've got a couple theories about moral. Uh, moral. Gonna, yeah. Okay. What do you? Does anyone have an idea for the moral of this story? If I didn't know that it came from sometime in the well, first recorded sometime in the 1700s by the Brothers Grimm, I would almost think it was a tale that would be included in. Uh, uh, Chairman Mao's Little Red Book. Okay. Because it seems to me to be saying, all of you have a specific role, and if you ever, ever try to question your role, or what uh, government, or, well, that's a, a stretch, what what society is telling you, what, what nature is telling you, then terrible things will befall you. So uh, accept your role, and be happy in it, and don't try to change things. You know what? Uh, I agree uh, i think my my thought was know your place yeah yeah know your place yeah. do not try and climb the social ladder and if you are a woodcutter right that's what you are that is what you will always be <laughs> do not question your role um, well i also learned that just because the sausage can roll around on the soup doesn't mean okay. that you can <laughs> right it's, I, it's sort of a corollary to the to the moral i suppose Okay, yeah, well, then that, that kind of goes back to, to Nate's Chairman Mao thing. It, it's not just like we've decided, but only a sausage can do what a sausage can do. And right. so if you're, Nate, how tall are you? Uh, six, seven. Six, seven, okay. But I, I use my body to carry my brain around, so it's really nothing to brag about. <laughs> right, but if you were in... If you were in communist China, I don't know why, why yo, you know what you brought, you brought up Mao Zedong. Now, now, now I'm stuck on a China. If you were in a, if you were in some sort of situation where, yeah, where they, they might put you to work, they might say short people can be tuba players. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's we need you to chop wood. We need you to chop wood because That's you right. seem very big. <laughs> Probably chop a wax. Here's your quota. Don't come back until you reach it. <laughs> Worry about trombones later. Or sousaphones or whatever brass instruments. Actually, Nate, how many brass? How many? How many instruments can you play? Well, one. Okay. <laughs> uh, at a proficient level, uh, seventeen. Good lord. Well, that's just enough to teach like young humans. Yeah. Just just enough to snow them and think that I'm the expert, but right. like not well enough to play. I, I'm I'm at like a hot cross buns. Mary had a little lamb level on about 16 other instruments, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm only good at the trombone. Okay. Fair. The trombone is where you're, you're getting paid. Uh, occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> Although one of my favorite Henny Youngman jokes, the definition of a gentleman is uh, someone who plays the trombone, but doesn't tell anyone that he can. <laughs> I myself have driven. I don't even know how many miles to see you play trombone. In the, middle of the, in the middle of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> and you were you you and the band were all sitting in a truck bed yes it was a converted <laughs> uh, uh tractor trailer <laughs> yeah a converted tractor trailer and uh, it was before it was before my kid was born so we were amanda and i were very excited to go drive somewhere oh, thank you. yeah <laughs> Footloose and fancy free. I remember that day. Charles was there. Charles was there. As was as was your your beautiful wife. 
Yes, yes. Also an educator and currently involved in the the New York was it Regents? Is that the is that what she's No, saying? that's for high school. It's just the New York uh, state uh exams. Okay. It's some sort of great thing. I don't know if Massachusetts has those. I, I never paid much attention. Unfortunately, our, our federal government ensures that every state from Montana to Mississippi uh, tortures their children on a systematic basis to produce uh, some sort of data. Yeah. Ah, this would be MCAS in Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, right. Do. I don't even, I don't, when did, did MCAS, was that after we were in? Oh, God, school, yeah. Mike, or was yeah, it? yeah, way after. That was way after, yeah. That was, I want to say it was the aughts when it started. Okay. Arn Thompson, type 85. The the type of story this is is trading places in which family members exchange jobs with disastrous results. Again, uh, as Charles mentioned, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> Five-year-olds are great spoilers. One day I'll die at the end. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, uh, the so yeah, uh, it's animals. Mo, mo, family, cha- uh, yeah, she's got trading places. Family members exchange jobs with disastrous results. Um, eighty-five is specifically animals, and if not an animal, a piece of food <laughs> doesn't just have to be sausage. I can't wait until we get some more of these. But the <laughs> I know <laughs> this is not the only one of these. But the Germans, uh, the German, while Germans love sausages and David Hasselhoff, um, they True. there's also a uh, type 1408, <laughs> which is just humans, which kind of has a sort of wacky sitcom vibe, I guess, which I guess we're still doing, which is, you know, you're the dad and you're home with the baby. Well, how is he going to cook and clean? Well, mom has to go have the big business meeting um, <laughs> and hijinks ensue. I feel like the Simpsons does that a lot anytime marge is away Mm. and it's just homer and bart halfway through the episode the house is trashed homer has no pants and bart is working for the burlesque house uh down the road yes family guy did that too stewie was walking around with two weeks worth of hoops in his in his diaper dragging it behind him like a wheelbarrow well here's the thing about that and uh I, so i've seen on the and I, I i think i'm i think i've figured out a parenting trick the diapers say the bigger diapers say up to 30 pounds now <laughs> that's the child so not not the poop okay fair enough <laughs> just 16 pounds of poop aside then this is uh, uh been done in a million sitcoms right with with the oh, dad is yeah yeah, yeah. Dead like I, I I bring up the Simpsons. You bring up the the guy the, with the family. Uh, yeah the the fish <laughs> out of water story. Maybe where uh, you know the man with no experience or interest in domestic work is forced by circumstances. Three men and a baby. Mm-hmm. There you yeah, go. Yeah, where you have to adapt quickly. But again, Mr. Mom. Oh wow! Uh, all of them lived. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only those formulaic '80s comedy movies had ended in grisly death. I thought if they had been written, they had been written by Germans. <laughs> Only Mikey comes back in the Goonies. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> okay. Let's probably stop before we go too far down that path. But to keep on theme of kids hearing uh, tales of violence, we can 
switch gears nate you were excited to come talk to us when you heard about the brothers dim how did you and your kid get into the series because it's not for everyone it should be but it isn't and uh did charles take to it right away well honestly when when uh we started reading these stories i guess last year when charles was around four we would skim through the table of contents and i would say do you want to hear a story about the frog prince do you want to hear rapunzel do you want to hear florent uh, jorinda and jorindel you know and like me knowing maybe half of the content of the stories and when of course when i read the title of <laughs> the bird the mouse and the sausage yes and uh so we started reading it and just when you get to the the, the grim ending and then you look at your tiny child and you're like have I have I just scarred this child or have I opened up new avenues of imagination hopefully the latter and he looks at me and he goes dad that's funny <laughs> oh thank goodness because otherwise he's going to be up all night with nightmares and it's going to be my fault so <laughs> then the next night I was like hey what do you want for your story and he says oh the bird the mouse and the sausage okay let's make it happen so it was it was a favorite for uh, i mean not to compare to the billboard charts but it was it was number one for uh, like an astonishing 15 or 16 nights that that amazes me and i'll i'll tell you why i so i started reading we've we've talked about this before mike and i but um i started reading the the grims to the kid because he doesn't know he, he doesn't care what I'm reading to him right. at this point because he's only four months old. I remember that phase. I, I'm excited for the fact that a four year old or at the time, I guess he was four. Uh, yeah, is interested in these stories because it means I can we, we can I don't have to buy another book. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep cycling through. And at some point he'll say, that's an absurdist idea. Yeah. And you say, Correct. Let's read it again. <laughs> But like a charming, absurd, wacky tale that will always have a special place in my heart. <laughs> well, we we certainly can hope. Well, um, this has been an absolute delight. My thanks to you, Nate and Charles, of course, and to all the rest of you out there in the world. This has been story number 23, The Mouse, the Bird and the Sausage. Sleep tight and we will see you next time. See you. Good night. Thank you.